Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish, a collection of Michael's favorite interviews with authors from the last 30 years through today, on the air, on radio. What sets my book club apart is that I actually read the books. Book Club is now in session. Ion Badejo. Ion Badejo. Papadopoulos. Ion Badejo. How am I doing, Femi? You're doing good. It's taking you 10 years, but you got it, brother. You got it. I screwed it up twice earlier today when I was trying to promote the fact that you would be on the program. Femi Ion Badejo is a lot of things. He's an NFL veteran. He's a Super Bowl champion. He is a performance expert, a certified nutritionist, a speaker, an entrepreneur. He's got an MBA from Johns Hopkins University. And I now know he's a survivor. A book has just been published. It is called The Ultimate Guide to Becoming a Successful Soul Professional. 22 different stories, one chapter written by Femi, an excerpt of which is published today at Smirconish.com. I'm also putting it in all of my social media. He's going to have you from the first sentence because it reads as follows. Before I turned 10 years old, I was sexually assaulted twice wow what were the circumstances of this yeah you know i i want to be mindful of of the people involved because to tell you the truth michael until i wrote this book 
probably five people on the planet were aware of what I'd been through. Um, and there's still a lot of people that are close to me that are not aware of this. And the people that perpetrated uh, these kind of, I guess what you could call uh, uh, horrific acts uh, still exist. I still know who they are. I know, I know where they live and uh, I don't communicate. I don't talk with them, but um, in some, you know, masochistic way, I wouldn't change anything uh, because it's made me who I am. And if you read the chapter, it's called trauma, the key to evolution. Uh, you'll see that I've taken my trauma and things that would break many people and kind of tongue in cheek. I say I'm a daisy in the desert. You know, I've, I'm better for it. I'm stronger for it. And I think, you know, my trauma can be someone else's salvation. And a lot of the story and a lot of the, the methodology and thoughts that I've learned through my personal trauma um, have become immense levers for who I am and my true passion to help people self-actualize and be the best versions of themselves. Ultimately, you, that's my goal, and that's why I share my stories. You are a self-described badass MFer. So how are you able to rein that in if you know where the folks live who did you wrong and not go commit violence against them? Yeah, I think that I have too much to lose at this point in my life. You know, I have three kids. I have an amazing family. I've had a great education. I'm a Super Bowl champion. I'm an 11-year veteran. I still associate closely with Hopkins and the Ravens and NASA and all these companies I've worked with. The best thing I can do is, is show that nobody's ever going to break me. I'm unbreakable. Anything that gets broken gets fixed. And I turn trauma into fuel, not a weight. It's always going to be fuel for me. So I've let a lot of that go. Um, I don't think being vindictive or... Uh, trying to be revengeful or vengeful is is the method. And with all the guest speaking that I do and all the different kids that I touch and adults from, you know, elementary school to, uh, you know, Fortune 500 companies, right? All the different people that I interact with. I don't think I would be a good example if violence was a solution. Femi, it's not even the worst of it. That which I've just described, you also say this. The most impactful traumatic events in my early life weren't the sexual assaults. It was the drowning of my half-brother. Help me with the pronunciation. Tope? Correct. At a public swimming pool in Lagos, Nigeria, when I was three, while taking me to the bathroom, he slipped and fell into the pool's deep end. No one knows how he ended up at the bottom of that pool. For years, I've wondered if the loss of his life spared mine how in the world have you been able to survive and thrive after what we've already shared with the audience oh man you you know what that, that's the thing as a parent that that horrifies me and worries me still to this day you know i've always been very fearful of kids in pools because of that incident and i was so young when it happened that we were at a public pool in lagos um and he, all he was trying to do was take me to the bathroom, you know, and this is the late seventies. Um, it was a crowded day. Um, and the, the one thing that I've really tried to do for my kids and almost any other parents that have little kids is like teach your kids how to swim. You'll never know how important that is. There are adults now that still can't swim. Um, and it doesn't take much. We hear horrific stories, you know, every week, of every summer about children uh, drowning in a pool. Um, and I, I think that if we can't take care of our kids, and this isn't just about pools, right? We can go down a rabbit hole on guns and all kinds of other stuff, social media, et cetera. 
But protecting our kids, I think, is, is you know, along with self-actualization, protecting children and making sure that they're safe because they just don't know what they don't know. They're going to get curiosity will get them in trouble. Um, and if we can't take care of them and as a dad, if I can't take care of my kids and if I can't learn a lesson from my younger brother dying, the pain in my mother's eyes, the pain that my family had to go through in Nigeria, that was the beginning of the end of our time in Nigeria, as, as the story goes in, in the chapter. Um, and that lesson has stayed with me, safety, teaching children how to, you know, swim and be safe around water. Uh, I know it sounds simplistic, but that's something that just will never get out, come out of my mind. And, it, and that is more traumatic than any type of physical sexual abuse that I ever went through, for sure. You were smuggled out of Nigeria with the help of British foreign nationals and the U.S. Embassy. Your family then settles in a housing project on the north side of Chicago. Here you write, violence, drugs, and stray gunfire was common occurrence. At 11, we moved to Santa Cruz, California, and that seems to have been a life changer for you and for your brother. What What is it that you were provided in Santa Cruz that you otherwise had not received? Yeah, you know, my stepdad got into a Ph.D. program at UC Santa Cruz, and, and literally within four days, we, we went from living in a housing project to living in one of the safest places on the planet. You wow. know, you could leave your leave the yard gate open. You could leave your bike in the yard. I didn't know what not getting your bike stolen was like. You know what I mean? And I still had that those rough edges of Chicago um, uh, on the surface for me. I still had a lot of trauma and a lot of issues I had to deal with and completely changed my environment. In the moment, as an 11-year-old, I didn't realize that my life would forever be on an upward trajectory because of that move to Santa Cruz. That community, those parents, those kids, those coaches, those teachers saved my life. And because of that experience and that love and that support, I am who I am today. Santa Cruz is my hometown. Santa Cruz has made me who I am. And, and I'll, I'll tell that to anybody. Although I was born in Chicago, Santa Cruz is my hometown. That, that's where I became me. That's where, if you think of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I was clothed, fed, and safe, and then I could really truly self-actualize, delve into being a high-level athlete, delve into being a true student athlete, and safety and, and security that came with that forever changed the trajectory of my life. Femi Ayan Badejo, his story is told today at Smirconish.com. It's an excerpt. It's not the full story from that chapter of the book, the book being the ultimate guide to becoming a, a successful soul professional. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say... 
uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. Femi Ayan Badejo, his story is told today at Smirconish.com. It's an excerpt. It's not the full story from that chapter of the book, the book being the ultimate guide to becoming a, a successful soul professional. By the way, in my social media, you're driving, you're doing whatever you're doing right now. Don't worry. All the info that you need to be able to read Femi's story is spelled out. So just find me and you will find Femi. So there are people who are listening to this and they're saying, my God, he's been through so much and he sounds like he's got it all together. And I'm sure many of them are dealing with trauma. So you can't give it all to them, although you lay it all out in the chapter. But what's the starting point for a road to recovery to come back from the traumatic events of life? Yeah, the way that I look at it, there's there's six kinds of trauma, and I outline them in the book. Um, one, you know, the first, I have this acronym called PROOF. There is positive trauma. There is such a thing as positive trauma. Uh, I explain that in the book. I have five rings of resilience, and those rings are uh, basically survival, um, be a fact finder, self-awareness, communication, and longevity. People with, and longevity is tied to fitness. People think, would think that fitness is first, but fitness is actually last. Uh, because in my paradigm, there's four quadrants of health, mental, emotional, emotional, physical, spiritual. And if you don't have mental clarity, emotional stability, um, uh, spiritual connection, physical fitness doesn't matter. You, you need to get those things in order first. And the goal for all people, um, from the, the view that I come from is an acronym, uh, APG authenticity, positivity, and grace. A self-actualized person is authentic, positive, and graceful. And the only way to be that is to look into your trauma, lean into your trauma, survive it, assess it, learn from it, deploy said learnings, and share your story. Um, I have other things, you know, we could talk about this forever, but the truth of the matter is, is that um, 
I have this phrase that I use with a lot of people that I speak to. Wherever you go, there you are. If you if you think that uh, the environment is the cause of your trauma, uh, that's probably not true. It's usually something about you and the way that you're avoiding or, or refusing to process trauma and look into it. And wherever you go, that'll follow. You can't run away from it. So my thought is lean into it, embrace it, uh, turn it into fuel. Don't let it be a weight. And the only way to do that truly is to be authentic, positive, and graceful. I mean, I, I know it sounds a little bit overly simplistic. It's, it's going to be its own whole book at some point, Michael. And I'll, I'd love to come back down the road when I write that full complete book on my own. Uh, but there's no, uh, there's no tricks to it. It's really taking it head on and, and leaning into it. Wherever you go, there you are. Wherever you go, there you are. Yep. You reference yeah. you, you you reference being spiritual. Does spiritual mean religious? Are they the same thing? I'm so glad you asked. No, it's not. It's completely agnostic. And when I talk about spirituality, I I mean it in the most simplistic agnostic way. It's committing and understanding that you are bigger. There, you are connected to something bigger than yourself. Your actions and and, and your words and the way you interact with people reverberates um, and has outcomes and consequences. And you cannot disassociate yourself from your actions, the things you say and the things that you do. Um, to me, that is the most simplest uh, uh, way that I can explain spirituality. It has nothing to do with man-made religion. I support all religions because I do think being part of a group can be a good thing. Uh, but at the end of the day, spirituality really is about understanding that you there's something bigger than yourself out there and your actions and your words affect that relationship and put out something into the universe that ultimately does come back to you. I know it sounds more art than science, but I truly believe this. Femi, you, you seem like such a, 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 a cool guy in the sense of, of being, how do I say this? Um, calm. Uh, I don't, I don't know what the word is. I'm, what's the word I'm looking measured. for? Measured. Thank measured. Thank you. TC. No problem. I'm here you for seem you. so measured. Others might be angry. You know, given what you've overcome, you have a long fuse, short fuse. I mean, how do you keep it all under wraps? Yeah, I would say that people would say that I am I am confrontational. Um, really? But I do it. I, yeah, definitely. I, I do, but I do it with grace. I think there's a way to be confrontational. I don't think I was always like this. I think I've evolved to this. I've I've looked at my trauma. I've looked at my relationships with people. I've learned to say sorry. I've learned to apologize. In the book, I mentioned one of the things that you have to do is. The two big, most important words in in in, uh, in in the human race. I don't care what language it is. I'm sorry, or maybe three words, Mike. I am sorry. Right? Owning your mistakes builds so much goodwill with people. When you own your mistakes, whether you're um, an executive, an entrepreneur, a parent, um, a, a child, a sibling, the things that I talk about, uh, they're not just good for executives and athletes. They're good for everybody. And I think learning to own your mistakes and say, I made a mistake, I want to do better. When people hear you say that and you say it authentically, positively and gracefully, people believe you. So although I think I've always been authentic, I always have. I don't think I've always been graceful and I don't think I've always been apologetic enough. I think I've been so driven to be the best at what I do, whether it's graduating top of my class or making the NFL or trying to become a pro bowler or win a Super Bowl or prove that I'm worthy of a Division One scholarship. Sometimes along the way, I've broken things. Um, and I think that if you look at my acronym of proof, one of the categories for trauma is the trauma we cause others, right? 
And we need to own that. Trauma is not a one directional uh, experience. We are responsible for other people's trauma sometimes. And that realization and that self-awareness is so empowering. Um, and, and it makes you feel limitless and connected in a very odd way, in a way that you have so much more power than you realize in your words and your actions and your authenticity. And that's why I speak the way that I do. I'm not always measured, Michael, but I'm very self-aware. Um, and I know how important it is to, uh, to, to say I'm sorry when you make a mistake. And I've learned to do that over the last 10 years. Femi, when I, when I met you, I met you in Baltimore amidst some unrest you remember the whole context and circumstances. I don't want to get diverted on it, but I remember conducting an interview with you and thinking to myself, I'm sure I didn't tell you, like, this is a guy who, who can and should run for office. Is public service in a formal sense in your future? Absolutely. You know, I think we stumble on this conversation and it's not like we plan to. I so badly would love to have a voice in our political discourse um, I, I just think that there is a lack of authenticity, positivity, and grace in, in politics. Um, I don't know um, how I would be received necessarily, um, and I don't necessarily have a, you know, a, a brand at this point for it. But I do think that after I'm done as an entrepreneur and I've kind of reached my goals in, in the business sector, um, I would absolutely love to run for office. I don't know in what form or fashion. I don't know if it'll be here in Maryland or back in California. I have no idea. But I'm, I'm disgusted by what I see in politics today, especially the, uh, the, the, the mistruths and the misinformation. Um, if you don't pay attention, it's really easy to get caught up in nonsense. And I think uh, it's calculated. And, and, I, and that's problematic for me. I'm not surprised to hear you say that. You're clearly a giver. You know, some are takers. You're you're a giver. I salute you for that. The question is, what goes on the bumper sticker? Ayan Badejo or Femi? I don't know that we can do both. You know, Femi for Congress, Femi for Senate, Ayan Badejo. I'm not sure. Not sure. But maybe I can maybe I can hire you in TC, right? And we can we can put our heads <laughs> together and figure out what the best way is to go. You know, absolutely. Hey, thank you so much for allowing us to run an excerpt of this important chapter that was published in the book Successful Soul Professional. It's an honor. I want people to read it. I know they're clicking on it, and I think that's a really great thing. So thank you, Femi, and continued success. Michael, can I add 15 seconds? Do it. I am working with a nonprofit called Turnaround Inc. They are focused on rape, human sex trafficking, um, and educating young folks uh, about what what no means and, and what yes means. Uh, Turnaround Inc. is based here in Baltimore City. It's one of, of, I think, three or four institutions in the country that actually has a sex trafficking safe house. If you got to go to, this is more important than my book, guys. This, this to me is more, these families and the women and the kids remind me of my family and my experiences. If you don't want to buy the book, if you could just donate to Turnaround Inc., um, at their website. Inc. I would appreciate that. If you turn around, Inc. I appreciate it, guys. Femi, thank you for that. Good luck with the book. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and 
producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America located in Washington, D.C. provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.